I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak my truth. Lemon pepper and Hennessy are poisoning the black community. <laughs> That's a fact, man. And I mean that shit. That's a They're fact. Just two of the most overrated foods, but niggas can't get enough of With another episode of the Hold It Down podcast, you know what I'm saying? We out here, you know what I mean? Yep. The crack is in the pot, mm-hmm. and we whipping up the babies. What he said? You feel me? Been to supply the streets. Yep. You know what I mean? Out here, do ragged up, undershirted up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Beautiful headphones, not up on my head. You know what I'm saying? But guess guess what? My bank account is up. Okay, talk you know about saying? it on space because ain't shit up in there. Oh no, oh no, the, the, the bills is beating that shit up. You feel me? Damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hella haymakers, you know what I mean? You don't, I, you don't know how to weave, you, you, you ain't got no I'll be trying to weave, but then when I weave, guess what? The lights go out. <laughs> Another weave, no water. Another weave, ain't no internet to even look up news topics, nigga. Shit, Damn. crazy out here, my nigga. Fight back, nigga. You know what I'm <laughs> I'll weave one more time. I won't even be able to use the phone Wi-Fi. Shit, shit crazy out here, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But we still thriving and surviving. You know what I mean? Shout out to Zestos for the cup sponsorship. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Zestos. We out here holding water. You feel me? Drinking all day. You know what I'm saying? I should sip to that right now. You feel me? All right. You do that. This is a whole down podcast where it's like hip hop and battle rap culture as a whole. I'm your main man, the Unstoppable Bloodbath. Right back, right back here in the kitchen where we usually be at 90% of our episodes. Um, if you know the whole down podcast, and I've talked about hip hop and battle rap part, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, just double checking. Then you also know that our show is broken up into three parts. We start off with hip hop shenanigans, aka Quan's favorite part of the show. Then we do our actual battle review. Then we do our artist of the week and our closing remarks. Um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the past couple episodes. I've, I've been liking the numbers. Uh, all I can ask now is you leave more comments. Cause you know what I'm like, how, comment and subscribe one time. You yeah, you do mean? all of that. You know what I mean? And let everybody know that you out here listening while we smacking babies at the christening. You feel me? Doing what we do. Get out. Okay. Niggas like Biggie did that shit off when he said it. I hope you're listening, smacking babies at the christening. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with that bar. But you, that didn't, you didn't know that he had, he had seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine, nine, 10 Max 10. The shit's never end. No, nah, I was. You know, I don't listen to Biggie. So you couldn't touch us. No, no, I, 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 I could get going. I'm going to stop it. But hey, look, that's the, that's why we got you here, Long John Quan, to keep me up to date with all of the things that I, I'm not familiar with. What makes it worse is I'm, I'm so surprised we haven't gone through that one yet. <laughs> I was like, I was very surprised. I was like, wait, that's a new one. Oh, yeah, shit. It's, yeah. it's, it's going to be Long John season out here. The way it's getting cold as fuck out of nowhere. In it has been brisk and breezy outside. Because niggas was talking shit last week about how, oh, I'm going to go outside in short since it's still 70 in November. Niggas was talking shit last week. Mm-hmm. And this week, winter is here with a vengeance. I heard you talking that shit last week. You know what I mean? Now it's 30. Oh, nigga, I woke up Sunday morning. <laughs> Sunday Sunday morning is when it started, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Probably probably Saturday night going into Sunday morning. I didn't know that it was cold yet because I hadn't gotten out by bed. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's a regular Sunday morning. 
it actually did happen Sunday because I remember on Saturday, I think uh, uh, me and me and my girl went to the doctor, mm-hmm. and we went there just regular. Yeah. But when we went out, when when the day was done and we was leaving, oh, it was frosty, the snowman in that bitch. So, yeah. I yeah. got up Sunday morning to go to the studio. I say, as soon as I got out the bed, I knew something was different. <laughs> as soon as I pulled the, the blanket off, I knew. Okay, it's cold now. I did like usually I don't be checking the weather and all that. I said, let me see what this weather talking about. Maybe it's just cold in the house. I look at the weather app and say forty. I said, oh, and no bars either. Nigga. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Time time to put some sleeves on today. I go outside. I get hit with wind. I say, and it's windy too. Mm-hmm. Brisk. You know what I'm saying? Brisk wind. I ain't been doing shit since it's cold outside. I ain't jogged all week because it look, bro. This ain't jogging weather. They have to jump rope in, in a room somewhere because I'm not I'm not for that. And to make that shit worse, bro, it's been raining every day. It too. has been raining. So it's cold rain. Today been today's the first day that it wasn't raining. Yeah. And when I tell you nigga, y'all niggas, y'all niggas wanna know what it's like to be like broke but not poor. Here here's the perfect line of when you're broke but not poor. Like 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 niggas ain't got it. But at the same time, we're not eating shit like 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 rice and ketchup or mayonnaise sandwiches, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, or sugar milk. Mm-hmm. I only learned about sugar milk yesterday because of an ASAP Ver- Ferg video. Apparently, there's a series on YouTube called Struggles where mm-hmm. they get rappers to like talk about the struggle meals. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I know about sugar water and I know about I know mayonnaise water. sandwiches. I ain't know about sugar milk. I never Maybe knew about I was sugar never milk. like a milk drinking kid. I just feel like sugar. I was telling this about girl too, because you know, we, we shared a struggle a little bit. I mean, I, I was privileged, but she mm. she's had to struggle. But like, like sugar milk just seems kind of productive to me because it's like you have to pay for milk, you have to pay for sugar. You're better off just having Kool Aid because at least one of the ingredients is free. Well, free to you, water. Mm-hmm. So you can just get what get a little packet of the twenty five cent joint that can make you a whole a half gallon, I think. Mm-hmm. Get the sugar. You know what I'm saying? Now you got to drink for a while, but instead you using using milk. You got to go pay for that. You know, what I'm saying? don't be health conscious in the hood. Now you got to get almond milk it's for like four or five dollars just for a, a half gallon. Mm-hmm. If you can find that, them things is really less than a half gallon, but they're bigger than. I mean, no, they're not a gallon. They're smaller than a gallon, but they're bigger than the half gallons. Mm-hmm. But, bro, that just seemed very counterproductive to me. And then the mayonnaise sandwich. I ain't gonna lie. I was looking at that kind of difference since you kind of put me onto the fact that you can cook with mayonnaise. Time out. Your, your mic went out mid sentence. Now you should be good. Technical difficulties. You know what I'm saying? That's you know you want to know about the struggle. We having technical difficulties in the midst of recording, my nigga. It's, in the midst of our struggles, it's only your mic. The mic cut out, my good. nigga. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one of these days we'll get a better mic from you and whatnot. But yeah, bro, like that should. That so should you were saying you, you, now you treat mayonnaise sandwiches different since you know that mayonnaise is a safe fat to cook with. Yeah, I still don't think it belongs anywhere near French fries, and I judge you every day for that. I but. Don't care. As far as like cooking with, I give it holy respect and being a, 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 a main ingredient to some of my favorite condiments, you know, like yeah. Zach sauce and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? I, at this point, I just assume it's in there. I'm, yeah. I'm, mayonnaise I don't know is in anything that seems creamy. You can assume it's some mayonnaise in there somewhere. It's, unless it's like a ice pasta cream. or something or ice cream. Yeah. Obviously it's not no mayonnaise in there, but if it's a sauce and it seems creamy in any way, it's some mayonnaise in there. You know, what's really bad. Nigga, if I had a milkshake today and I looked at the ingredients and found a mayonnaise in there, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> all right, <laughs> whatever you got to do, make it. <laughs> take another sip. <laughs> so I ain't mad at you. If like, I find out today, not hurting it. Nigga, so, hey. If I find out today, if I find out tomorrow that Cold Stone sweet cream ice cream it got mayonnaise in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck it, my nigga. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, 
This is the Holding Down Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Let's get into the news topics. Yep, I'll Kwan's going to handle the news this week. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I actually found some uh, decent news topics this time around. It's been a good news week. Some of them I'm going to uh, harp on. Some of them I'm going to try to just run through just because I feel like they're worthy of speaking of. Um, So first, we're going to start with one that's, uh, uh, we'll just get the easy one out of the way because it's, it's half white. So that's why we're going to get this out the fucking way. Mm-hmm. But Post Malone, mm-hmm. that's the white part, uh, and Sway Lee's. Sunflower becomes the highest certified single in RIAA history. Wow, it's kind of crazy. That that is crazy. That's that's a that's an actual feat. You know what I'm saying? That's that's niggas talking about singles all day. You know what I'm saying? And niggas be niggas be trying to act like Sway. They be forgetting who Sway Lee is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he's been quiet for a little bit, but we probably know why. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I ain't gonna lie, it felt like Wiz Khalifa was being a little quiet when he got that uh, that Fast and Furious money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That hey, all them. Listen, this is this is why y'all need to shut the fuck up when y'all artists try different things. Because some of them flop, some of them don't go well. But then when you have the person that's known for what re weed rapping, mm. niggas all knew he was just a weed rapper, weed rapper, weed rapper. He caught a little, he caught a nice little hit with Black and Yellow. Caught another one with uh, uh was it um. We them boys, mm. you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. When he was doing the albums, niggas was like, oh, he's going to pop. Nigga, that, that, that Fast and Furious bag was different. Yep. All right? So stop yep. stop being on your stop being on your artists for trying different shit, all right? You know what I'm saying? You, you shoot them up, bang, bang, niggas. When they try to do that one love song and that shit goes diamond, mm-hmm. that shit different, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I completely agree with everything you're saying. Give nope. niggas room nope. to try to get money. No, no, no LA leakers or Fun Flex freestyle is going to go platinum, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. As, as a lover of bars, I learned to accept that. That's why when I love Nicki Minaj and she came out with Super Bass and, and right through me, did I hate those fucking records? Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. hated them. But I had to respect because I'm like, you know what? She has a fucking fan base and a family to feed. And guess what that's going to get her? The Breddington. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to shut the fuck up and just appreciate when she does do some rapping. How would you feel about Moment for Life? I actually like Moment for Life because I okay. felt like that beat was hard. Mm. I did hate her verse though. Because I hate when she was like, <laughs> when she was like, no, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. <laughs> no more days being stressed. Yes. <laughs> Every day I do, me. Dim, 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 no, no, no. It was, we. It, was, it was clap for the heavyweight champ. Me. me. Well, then we'll have it for that. I didn't do it by myself. We, we some shit like that. I was yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck I, is that? Now, now, now I'm starting to remember it. That, that verse was so and then what made it so worse is the fact that like like Drake came on sizzling that shit. Like yeah. flowing like crazy on that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was casually too. So it just made it look worse. Cause like your man's your man's is burning you on your own track, my nigga. Yeah, like, that was a great Drake verse. Yeah. Damn. And it, it makes really it trying so, to make it more than what it is. Cause everybody, everybody dies, but everybody, everybody lives. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That nigga, yo, that nigga could still cook from time to time, my nigga. Dog, that was that back nigga, when I really used to fuck with Drake because yeah. it was still rapping Drake. Yeah, that nigga I told still you, cooks. I've always liked rapping Drake. Always is when he started singing too much. Because Take Care has a good bit of singing, but it's a classic. I'm gonna, I gotta make you a playlist because he still, he still be on that rapper shit. There's some, I mean, we know there's times where he does like you know turn up rap, and then mm-hmm. there's times where he just like man. He does a little uh, 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 blend where it's like it'll be a turn up song, but he'll put some bars in there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll still, nigga. He can still. I, I'll put a skirt on the whip and a crown on the six, but there's no need to dress up the numbers. Like that nigga still, that yeah. nigga still be preaching, my nigga. Nah, he was he was rapping like especially on um Rich Flex, the opening song off of Her Loss. He had a great flow on that song. I still gotta listen to that, but I've heard people throwing little bars here and there um from on TikTok from that mm-hmm. shit. So I'm I'm expecting to enjoy it, even though people have said there's a little too much Drake on there, but. 
I'm also gonna enjoy it because I'm I'm a fan of Drake whether he's rapping, singing. I'm only not a fan of Drake when he's on that honestly never mind shit. I ain't gonna lie. I I still have to listen to that shit. I st- I haven't listened to it. I still have to listen to it and it's it'd be hard to get through some of the tracks. I ain't gonna, it'd be hard. I just remember my I played it for my girl and my girl was even like when we got to like maybe track two and she was like what is this change another play somebody else I can't yeah, I can't yeah. now, you know I, I, mean? I feel I feel betrayed by the homie Jay Burritos because I told him because I we him I did shout I, to Jay Burritos yeah shout to Jay Burritos shout out to the Jukebox Two podcast I was on the episode with him we were talking about Childish Game being on royalty and then I was like yeah we talking about somehow Drake came up. What he about to say about royalty? Oh no, no, we was, my no, we we were saying great things. We were talking about it was like ten year anniversary okay, of royalty. I was, we I was about to get that nigga number and be like, I'm about to get that nigga number, bro. Like, talking about talking about how great it is. Okay. So then somehow Drake came up. He was like, "Listen, to that new Drake." I said, "Nah," because that's honestly never mind. Mm-hmm. He's like, "It's good, you know. It's a lot of bars." I'm saying this sounds like the opposite of what everybody else has been telling me though, Jay. Like, I feel like you're lying. He's like, "Nah, would I lie to you?" Yes, you're lying to me right now. <laughs> he said, "Nah, bro." Look up this song, Jimmy Cooks with 21 Savage, all bars. He said, he said, if you don't trust me, at least trust 21. And I said, I do trust 21. So I'm going to listen to it. That okay. song was hard. But, but it's then not representative of I the album. I found out all. the hard way. It is not representative of the album. That's at all. the only song like that. That's the only song that people like. <laughs> Even the fucking the first single, well, not the first single, the second single, Sticky. Mm-hmm. Sticky's okay. The problem is Sticky would be cool if it was a song, if it was the only song like that on there. It's the mm-hmm. problem that the whole album sounds like that. That's mm-hmm. when it gets a little tricky. It just sounds like it, it's weird to have him on fast shit. Because he does, at least, like I said, I haven't listened to the album, but if there's more joints like Sticky, I will give it an okay. Mm-hmm. But I will say the first two joints I heard, it was like him singing. And even the singing wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of his singing. I know, I know. people, well, let me say harmonizing. People be like, Drake can't sing. He, he just harmonizes. One note. Just the one. I be feeling it because, like, hey, it, he, it be a good-ass note. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows where to put them notes, man. I'll give him that. You know what I'm saying? He knows what to do. With that little range he got, he know he knows what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? But them, them first two tracks was not it. So I still got to get through that before I get to her loss. But, yeah, shout out to Sway Lee. I don't, I don't think I'm going to go back. But, yeah, like you yeah. said, shout out to Sway Lee. Shout out to Sway Lee. The Sunflower song. I don't yeah. think I'm familiar with this. That's a, you know that's a song um from the uh, Spider Man soundtrack. Oh, that song? Yeah. Oh, I know that. That's so because we don't be tapped in on that, but that's I casually just look at that shit and it'd be like one B, two B. You know what I'm saying? Mad B's on the on the on the YouTube scale. So yeah, I do know I'm not, that song. I'm, I'm, I that know that joint like doing numbers. The main song of the movie. I didn't know that's what it was called. Like, I've heard it before. I just forgot what yeah. that's what it was called. Side note: Did the second one come out yet? No, or that movie. It's not out yet, but it, it's it's on the way soon. I'll be ready for that because to this day that's my favorite Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? I do want to watch the last two Spider-Mans though, the Marvel ones. I haven't watched them, and I'm kind of sad about that because it's not like Sp- the new Spider-Man. Well, the latest Spider-Man, he was he was doing his thing. Tom Holland, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Likeable he's guy. My, he's he's my favorite Spider-Man for sure, for sure. Besides the cartoon one, you know what I'm saying? Miles is my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I say it's the is the uh uh is the best compromise to not having you know uh, Donald Glover do it since I guess he's, he's too old now. He's entirely too old yeah. to play Spider Man now. For those that know, you know what I'm saying? But there was, there was, there was a world where mm-hmm. it, it could have happened. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, shout out to Sway Lee. And fuck it, shout out to Post Malone, because, you know, we don't, we, we're not fans of giving white men credit on, uh, well, at least I'm not. But who's to say that shit would happen if it wasn't for Post Malone? So, you know, anybody helping a, a, a black man get a bag or, or accolade, mm-hmm. fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I respect the Post Malone when he did a song with, uh, with uh, 21 Savage. 
because Rockstar went crazy too. Yeah. So you know, that's another genre that's definitely gonna be played on the verses if niggas challenge twenty one. Oh yeah, he gonna ruin all all of Jacksonville with the ones with that with one song. He just yeah. I can that was funny. So he said, "Nigga, I could take Jacksonville on my own." Yeah, bro. bro. Like, that's, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that going. is fucked up. But here's 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 a news topic with some um with some um knowledge to it. Okay, so uh, Fat Joe has released a book um called the Book of Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely gonna be a book I cop because you know, I've, funny enough, I've definitely copped books around his whole uh, contemporaries. Like I've, I've I've bought a Fifty Cent book, Jay Z's book, uh, Mob Deep's book, Styles P's book. I like rap when rappers make books. You know what I'm saying? But I'm behind because I gotta get Rick Ross's book, a whole bunch of books. But anyway, for any yeah, of you upcoming rappers, Rakim's huh? book, did you read it? Not yet, because when I got his book, I was kind of I kind of stopped reading. Plus, I kind of want to get another one because that one's autographed, so I, I don't even want to read it and get natural wear and tear on it. I'd rather just get another one and then read that one. Let that one get all bended up and shit. Gotcha. But uh, for all you rappers out there, you know what I'm saying, or aspiring rappers, you know what I'm saying, actual street niggas, you know what I'm saying? For one thing, if you were actual street niggas, <laughs> it feels funny for me to like, what if a nigga is watching this right now? It's like, yeah, I am an actual street nigga. Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> but if you actual street nigga and you watch our shit, shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? You could be out there sinning. You know what I'm saying? But instead, you out here on the inside winning, watching us. But here's a lesson to you, all right? Fadjo reveals how 50 Cent beef cost him $20 million. Mm-hmm. For those that are, uh, uh, are familiar, uh, Fadjo has uh, beef with 50 Cent Energy Unit, you know, in the early, in the mid-2000s. Um, and one of the points where this came to a head was the 2005 MTV Music Awards, well, Video Music Awards, I want to be specific. Mm-hmm. Where... Um, that was a time where uh, I think Fat Joe was on the stage and he had uh, said he had said that um, I feel very safe in here, courtesy of the of the police officers, courtesy of G Unit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he goes on to uh, put this in his book and explain why he had said that. Which of course, you know, Fifty Cent being Fifty Cent, niggas was taunting him. You know what I'm saying? But of course, we couldn't see that, so he decided to send that shot. And of course, Fifty Cent responded, get on stage, calling him a pussy boy and a fuck boy. <laughs> So apparently when that shit had happened, um, Bad Joe is a well-known sneakerhead, has a personal relationship with Michael Jordan himself, mm-hmm. and was actually in the midst of making a Fat Joe Jordan. He was actually going to be the first rapper to have a Jordan brand deal. Mm-hmm. I think worth $20 million. But because of that shit and how it happened, and of course, everybody saw it on a white people's network, MTV, uh, Michael Jordan pulled out of the deal. So... Because understandably so. So yes, because Michael Jordan is a brand, even though he don't fuck with niggas. It it's already bad. Enough. It's already funny enough too. You know, what I'm saying that like like the the one nigga, the one nigga he was gonna fuck with was isn't even technically a nigga. Mm-hmm. But that nigga got some nigga shit, and he's like, nah, fuck them niggas. You know what I'm saying? I but I but yeah. It. So all y'all niggas out there, you know, what I'm saying once y'all once y'all really get big out here, you'll leave the beef alone. You know, what I'm saying it doesn't pay. It's gonna cost you. It may get you some. It may get you some some pennies. When it comes to them really do- the wealth, they'll get you some riches. But when it comes to the wealth, it's going to cost you wealth. Rich, w- wealthy niggas don't be. You feel me? So. I agree. A, a little lesson for y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely going to cop that, uh, that that Fat Joe book. I personally am a big fan of um, when rappers make books. It'd be, it'd be very entertaining. You know what I'm saying? They'd be detailing their uh, street life and, you know what I'm saying, and the corporate life and whatnot. I'd be liking that shit. Now here is the one that's kind of a, on a, a sad side. This one is uh, involving Southside, the producer, Eight Away Mafia. Mm-hmm. That's the hip hop connection because it's not really a hip hop topic, but it's the hip hop connection. So apparently, uh, his son, 
got footage or somebody in the classroom recorded his teacher like boldly comfortable with just saying in the class that he's a racist. The teacher literally claiming he's a racist. Like, of course, young niggas out here are, are, are I'll tell you what, I feel like young niggas, and I don't know if it's everywhere, everywhere, but I feel like in my experience, young niggas out here in Atlanta, they're very, uh, they grow up a little fast. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like some of these young niggas be having adult energy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what uh, grade he's in, but I'll probably say maybe he's like probably 13, 12. That's, that's the vibe I get from uh, these videos on, on Instagram. Mind you, uh, Southside posted this on his own Instagram, so I'm not like exposing nothing or anything, but like the dude just literally calling out the teacher. I'm like, yo, so when all, when my, um, whenever these groups want to do such and such, you all okay. But when I want to do some, it's all this and all that and all that. Right. I guess they just sparked the conversation. He has another black friend in the class and with the slides going around, it's like, they're saying like, yo, so wait, sir, are you claiming to be a racist? They keep asking him, keep asking him. And I guess the teacher like kind of breaks down. He's like, you know what? I am. To the point that one of the slides even say, um, like, so wait, are you a racist? And the teacher's like, damn, how many times do I have to keep on saying this? And he was like, ooh, you cursing in class? Like, no, I'm getting frustrated with this conversation. I am. The thing where he's saying it to be sarcastic? No, I watched all the slides and he's actually saying this. I forgot what he claimed to be because in the last one, the last slide he says, there's four slides. On the last slide, he actually says, "Um, I believe. I'm like I'm tired of talking about this, but I'm gonna say it one last time. I believe I'm such and such and such, which belie- which um is the belief of my race is a superior race. He's saying this to a class of kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like this is 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 why you know a, a nigga like Southside. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's just a very concerning thing that these are the people teaching our kids. You know what I'm saying? Like these are the people that we send our kids to go get an education from. You know what I'm saying? Then we wonder why our black brothers aren't educated on ourselves because how are we supposed to even learn about ourselves? You know what I'm saying? With all this fight about critical race theory and shit. And we got teachers that are blatantly comfortable with talking about being racist while teaching black students. It's a little wild to me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's a, it's, a little, it's a little bit wild. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, you could check uh, 808, Mafia, if you, 808 Mafia Boss, which is um, Southside's Instagram for the slides and for um, his comments on it. Um, of course, Southside is uh, uh, very hurt about it. And um, understandably you know, so. Understandably so. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. You think you think in 2022 we don't got this shit going on? I don't know what I forgot. What celebrity is like going around saying racism don't exist? You got a nigga. You got a nigga saying it right now. You know what I'm saying? So y'all y'all can keep on going with that that bullshit about racism. Racism don't mm-hmm. exist these days. Just bullshit. All right. I'm assuming that teacher's yeah, on his way out because ain't no way he can keep his job after that. It, especially niggas is recorded like 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 on the slide they're like behind him so I, and of course he's south size kids so you know these 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 kids is also like you know a little bold so he's like i don't know if you know but i'm famous so i'm gonna rec- i'm gonna record you i'm gonna post it and the teacher literally uh uh responds with you don't think i'm comfortable in this like not even worried like just and i'm just thinking like like for you to feel so comfortable in that like for you to really just I feel like a lot, like we come from the days where racists were like a lot more undercover with this shit. You know what I'm saying? We had to, we had to speculate. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't that know. Well, well, outside, yeah, but I don't think you had a teacher straight up tell you I'm racist, and then you have to still go to that person's class tomorrow. I've never had a teacher say it, but I had teachers I knew were racist. Yeah, but that's I think and that's I've, like I've met like other people who were racist and were bold about it. 
Yeah, but I feel like they'll 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 show it, but they'll show it in non professional settings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think you're... Because that's almost too much. Because all you got to do is get a few students to vouch for you. And that's just going to be under investigation. This one, he's blatantly recorded. And the kid even said, "I'm like, you're being recorded. I'm going to post it. And mm-hmm. the nigga almost seems unbothered. And I'm just like, for us to just be in a world... And it's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it's in Atlanta. It's South Side. He's from Atlanta. I'm, a, I'm assuming it's in Atlanta. If this is in Atlanta, that's even crazier to me. Because as people from Florida and from a white neighborhood in Florida... I consider Spring Hill and well, mainly Spring Hill to be like a white neighborhood. Yeah, Brooksville, that's what I saw out there. Brooksville isn't considered a whiter neighborhood. Ex- a certain yeah. parts, certain parts, certain parts. But for this to be the place where, like, you know, we have t- footage of Ti calling this place Wakanda, mm. and we still have white teachers that feel comfortable enough to say I'm racist while teaching black students, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's that's crazy. So you know what I'm saying? Hide your kids, hide your wife, because they racist everybody out here. You know what I'm saying? It's true. Shit crazy, you know what I'm saying? And and props to Southside for taking the high person just posting and not beating a teacher's ass because I feel like that's what he definitely wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Niggas know Southside is known for being a a bit of a hothead, you know what I'm saying? So, and I wouldn't even blame him. If he went on some diddy shit (laughs) and beat up his his son's teacher, you know what I'm saying? Am I wrong? (laughs) If I beat a nigga ass, (laughs) he wouldn't be wrong in that sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in the eyes of the law, he would be, but like in the eyes of of eyes of niggas, nah, son. Because I can't be, I can't be cool with that. I can't be cool with the teacher just saying that shit. That's that's crazy. That's crazy, bro. And the kids, bro. Like, like, how do you just be like, like? I don't understand. But I'm I'm also not. I guess I'm not racist because I don't understand. Like, I be thinking sometimes. I'll just say this and then we can move on. I be thinking sometimes that, like, you know, they be trying to say that black people are naturally racist just because we're always raised to be aware of race. But I think that makes the difference. It's like, I don't wish no badness on no white people. You know what I'm saying? I like being in Atlanta, even though Atlanta comes with its nigga shit. Because, you know what I'm saying? I have to, if I order food from any place and I say they close at 9, if I if, I, if it's past 8, I might not even try to go. Because I know them, them niggas, <laughs> niggas go close the door mm-hmm. on my dumb ass. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that I fucking... Oh my God, the fact that I've, I work at four in the morning and I've drive the Martin Mobility buses and when I have some free time, I try to get some food. How many places will say they're open, but them doors will not, not open. open. It ain't open yet. The drive-thru will be open. They'll see my dumb ass in a Marta bus in a Marta fucking uh, uniform, you know what I'm saying, trying to come to the door, won't even help a nigga out. They'll be like, nah, nigga, starve. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have had a smaller car with your bitch ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's... I, I'm I'm cool with being around my own people, and and you know you gotta deal with some nigga shit. So, but I don't look at any other race and think that they're I'm just better than because they're just a different color than me or some shit, or wish any harm on them, and especially kids. Like I don't know, maybe I'm expecting a racist to have some chill towards kids, but that's what really gets me. That's where the shit is just stupid, and you are you're just a you are a fuck of a fuck nigga. I'll give Joe Budden credit for that. <laughs> he called somebody a fuck of a fuck nigga. You know what I'm saying? When you're doing that shit to kids and saying that shit to kids, you are one fuck of a fuck nigga. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. And one last, one last little quick thing. Just because my nigga Doughboy, <laughs> shout out to Doughboy. This is a podcast that supports Doughboy. Even Dope though, easy. even though one of us, you know, didn't really care for his last project, we fuck with Doughboy. We I do, still we fuck do. with Doughboy because, I mean, he dropped two. Yeah. So he dropped one earlier in the year that was good, and then he just dropped another one. I said, "Hey, yeah, it might have know. been a little too soon." Yeah, yeah, he might have to spend more time spinning the block or mm-hmm. having his homie spin the block, mm-hmm. and then it would have came out nice quality. Cause yeah, well, I forgot the one that was before. Was it? Oh, really? Yeah, 
Oh really? Is that oh really shit? was the good one. Oh really is that yeah. shit, boy? Yeah. Oh really is great op sliding music, and he got like a couple girl songs. But other than that shit, op sliding music all day, my nigga. I was listening to that playing seafood. I was like, oh no, this is the perfect. This is the perfect anthem to fight, nigga. Yes, too. yes, perfect, <laughs> perfect, my nigga. So apparently, whack one hundred. I did hear about this. The clubhouse god. Oh yeah, no, this is the second to last one. I got one more after this, but uh, the second to last one, whack one hundred. Talking about running down on Future and Sierra because Future owed Trick Trick money. Nigga said, nigga said it was on a um, they was taking a, a flight to Atlanta. They was in LAX. They did getting their shit ready. Him and Big U. This is what he claims. They he sees a uh, Future and Sierra. They try to he tried to run down on him. He said Future ran. Let's stop right there. Future's such a cool nigga. I don't. I can't even imagine him running. Like even if he was in a situation where he's about to get his ass beat, I can't even imagine him running. Like I feel, I feel like Future be one of them niggas that just be like mad calm, and then somebody's just gonna swing on him, and then just be, it'd be that. But like, he also too big for all that running around. Yeah, niggas gonna told. notice. Ain't that Future running? <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I might, I might take the ass with him before that. Cause you can't. Like, Cause you nigga, like you, nigga. You, you not. It's gonna look. It's, it's gonna look worse for you. As a, as a, like if you're as running, a, yeah, you might yeah. as might as well because then it's gonna be some type of sympathy. People gonna be like, "Why yeah. would they do this to future?" Yeah, and at least some niggas that like like real niggas will be like, "Hey, it was it was one of you, two of them. You win some, you lose some." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But at least you at heart. You know what I'm saying. There's niggas that talk shit about uh, uh um. There's niggas that talk shit about Meek Mill's form when he was hitting that one um thing. But there's also some niggas that have got down. With Meek and they'll respect they respect them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? One of the niggas is on problem. The nigga mm. that had the song like what? Apparently them niggas had an issue and they had a fight in the airport. And the nigga literally said in the bar, it was like, hey, at least he got down though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, so apparently they ran down on future. Future left Sierra. <laughs> trying to This is what makes it crazy. Nigga said he left Sierra, right? He called he took a phone, called Birdman slid the phone like was running and slid the phone to whack 100 while running <laughs> apparently whack 100 grabs the phone and picks it up talking to birdman and birdman's like yo let me let me let me quote this i'm chasing a nigga on the dead homies he left sierra he runs into terminal true story he takes his phone out he throws the phone at me on speaker all i hear is stunner's voice he say whack it's me stunner talk to me I say stunner, I'm busy right now. <laughs> he said, Yeah, I don't want you to be nephew. <laughs> What's going on? I just feel like some wild that's wild commentary. <laughs> I'm busy right now, stunner. Yeah, but I don't want you to be. Talk to me, nephew. First of all, does Birdman even say nephew? All I know is I only know is, first of all, if that is true, Birdman, please stop. Respectfully. I I like Snoop Dogg saying nephew. I've gotten accustomed to it. He's the only one I want to hear say nephew. People you, say that all the time. Who me? No, people say nephew all the time. I've never heard that. I've never. I've only heard if you actually have a nephew. You say nephew because you have a nephew. Yeah, and I call him son most of the time. Honestly, <laughs> I'm dead ass. I told him like, like, why would you do this, son? Like, son, what are you doing? Like, that's all I talk to him. I talk to most people like that though. Oh well, I say, you got you got a close relationship with him and whatnot. But or even my my wife, she has a nephew. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't got no siblings, so. I mean, I got siblings, but they step siblings, and I don't know if they got kids yet. But you know, I I ain't calling nobody nephew, even if they're younger. The only person that called me nephew was my actual uncle. You know what I'm saying? But Snoop Dogg is the only person I want to hear calling somebody nephew if he don't have an actual sibling with a child, with a son, specifically. 
You know what I'm saying? Because that's where it applies. You got to be specific. But yes, what's going on? He said he owe Trick Trick a bag, my nigga. Either he going to pay or he finna get up and then he going to pay. Since then, Big U has come out and been like, <laughs> I denounced this nigga. I renounced this nigga. In other words, fuck him. He's emphatically disputed the entire scenario as well. So he even said, the nigga who was allegedly there, there with him is saying none of this never happened. happened. He okay. said, I dot have dot never dot been dot in dot dot LAX airport dot with dot whack 100 exclamation point two of them. Gotcha. Nor did we run down on future fact. I wish y'all would get it in y'all head. These people lie all day. 10% truth, 90% them. That's crazy. So, <laughs> this story already sounded ridiculous, <laughs> dog. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure you really got all that, got it all day out because I didn't, I didn't want to cut you off till it was done. The nigga said that Future was running, running, and, and then as Future was running, he called someone on the phone while running, and then threw the phone back and Tossed then back. whack yeah. caught said phone <laughs> and started talking in the phone. While also still chasing this nigga, is that what you're saying? Yes. Or did or did did he stop chasing Future once he heard Birdman's voice? I don't know if he disclaimed whether he stopped running or not, but that shit is just crazy. I just feel like if you chasing, an, first of all, if I'm running from anybody, mm. first of all, I'm a fat nigga, so that's already mm. a lot for me to be running from somebody. True. I, you gotta at least have like five niggas up. I gotta feel like I'm gonna die for me to run. You know mm. what I'm saying? But it's in the they're, they're in the airport, so there ain't no weapons. So it's like the, the airport's the safest place to fight. Well, I would still have to feel like I'm gonna die. I would have to feel like no, I get you. I, I would get have you to, completely. I'm just like, you know, yeah. if you're in that situation, the airport is the safest place to fight a nigga because you can't get no weapons in there. So if a nigga wanna fight, bro, you hey book, book you a ticket. Ever, I'll meet you at your terminal. <laughs> Cause I know you ain't got shit on you. If I ever bro, if I ever now if I ever get into it with somebody at the airport, I'm be like, oh yeah, it's lit. It's there's no, no weapons in here. I remember it. We really gonna see by these hands. Like, it is Atlanta. Atlanta niggas be strapped. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When so, I tell you me, when I tell you me, me and my wife hung out with one of her work friends and her husband, and it wasn't until the end of the day that we found out that nigga was strapped the whole day. Yeah. That shit was funny as hell. We went back to their crib and was, and was chilling. The nigga just casually took his shirt off, had a tank top, and I was like, that's a whole pistol right there. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's yeah. Normal. I'm like, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. If I'm outside and I get into altercation, I'm 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 playing it real safe when niggas I see outside. guns all day. You know like what when I go outside, like I literally I'm trained to look for guns on waistbands and it like on that and niggas clothing. Like I'm used to it. And I go lie, I almost feel, I don't feel threatened at all. Cause no. I feel like, you know, we know how black people operate. Black people only shoot a nigga they have a problem with. Yeah, it don't phase me at all to see niggas having yeah. guns on. I don't be caring. You know I, I have no beef with these niggas. You know how many times I went to Chili's and just casually looked outside in the window and I'm like, that's somebody walking in with it with a nice size desert eagle on their side. Mm -hmm. All right, shoot. Get down these chicken tenders though. It's like I was saying. As he chased this nigga, as he chased, he's having a full conversation on the phone with Birdman. I don't know if you or any of our viewers has ever tried to run and talk at the same time. Well, also, Black One Hundred is not the most uh, athletically fit nigga. He got a little stomach on him, you know what I'm saying? So that that wind is is is, is different, and he older. So he was running and talking at the same time, which I highly doubt happened. And had a full conversation with Birdman yeah. Yeah. about this situation. Apparently. What is? And then I just want to know in this whole thing, where what was Big U doing? 
That's what I want to know because he only he was probably there too. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly. I he was there know. too, running right beside him. He must have been right there. He's like, what, 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 bird man said? Get back this here, bitch! Ass cartoon. This some old Scooby Doo ass shit. You gonna pay what you owe? This is some Scooby Doo ass shit where you see niggas running with the same background <laughs> over and over again. Like that's how I picture this in my head. It'd be funny. It never happened. It would be funny as hell. There's a video of Future running from two big old ass bald niggas in, in LAX. If you don't go grab a security guard and be like, get these old niggas to stop chasing me. There's police all through airports. As soon as niggas start running, they're going to be like, hey, hey." exactly. They're going to intervene because that's their job at that point. You ain't going to get too far, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But why would he even do? Why would you lie like this? Like, this isn't even this isn't even a good lie. This isn't even a lie worth telling at this point. This doesn't advance him in any way. This don't make his name better. This don't make him no money. Like this, this is a this is a pointless lie. Big U has been on some bullshit in Clubhouse for a while now. Like, Talking about whack, whack one. Oh my bad. Oh my bad. My bad. No no no. Not Big U. Big U's name. Big U's name hasn't been smutted. I do know that whack is always on Clubhouse, either in some shit on or bullshit. starting some shit. You listen. Even even one time where where he he was talking crazy to Twenty One Savage and then made amends. He brought Twenty One Savage on there just to just to uh, uh, allege that that Twenty One Savage was snitching, and Twenty One was just confused. He was like, "Nigga, how you just bring me on here and all of a sudden now you say I'm snitching? <laughs> like, what, what are you even talking about, bro?" And then of course, nigga had to. Get, it was like, "Oh, you trying to get content, my nigga? You really trying to get content? Like, really? This is how you want to do it? All right, my nigga, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? That shit crazy. But yeah, Doughboy just 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 went to clown the whole shit." I did see the clip of Doughboy yeah. in the car. <laughs> niggas, say, niggas start off just lying. Niggas say, what's that one bitch name? The singer bitch, his baby mama. Bro, you know Sierra's name. Stop playing, my nigga. You know what I'm He said, niggas is crazy, bro. That don't even sound realistic at all. Like, you telling me you ran down on Pluto and Sierra? Oh, you's a bad motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And what was Sierra doing the whole time? These niggas in We where's Ja? <laughs> we, need, we, need, we need clarification from Sierra. <laughs> she needs to she needs to certify all this. Somebody. But yeah, that shit. Niggas is bugging out. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of Twenty One Savage, now this is the last one. Twenty One, Twenty One. So apparently, mm-hmm. in a uh, I think in the um the Twitter space chat. This is why niggas stay introverts because once niggas finally pop out and be a little bit social, niggas have casual conversations and then they just say some shit and niggas just run with the shit and then niggas be like, you know what? That's why I don't talk. Mm-hmm. So apparently there was in a um it was a, in a Twitter space chat, um, and Twenty One Savage was in it. Let me uh pull the other article see who else was in there because it was just Twenty One Savage talking to random niggas. Well, I guess they were talking about people who are uh, relevant and whatnot, right? Uh, with the wake of um, King's Disease 3 being out, shout out mm-hmm. to Nas. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely hype about that. But in this space, 21 Savage has said that Nas is irrelevant. Mm. But he actually wasn't like trying to diss. He just said, that um, I don't feel like he's relevant. He just has a loyal ass fan base, and he still makes good ass music. No, it's not a. I mean, it's 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 an opinion. I don't think it's a. It's not a bad opinion. I, yeah, I. 
Because it sounds wild like without without the second sentence behind it. Yeah. Now, now, when you get the full context of the statement, I get what he's trying to say. And the problem is, like, Nas has such a big and loyal ass fan base that even when he does drop, he'll become relevant again because he's. We're just not used to him dropping this consistently at this all. Often, so, so we're that's just happy why, to have that. Yeah. So hey, it's not is it's not major events when he's dropping now because yeah. he's doing it more frequently. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, that's and, why. That's the only reason why it would he would be more relevant if he dropped less often. But hey, yeah. he's trying to he's trying to go on a a career renaissance. I think it's working for him. For sure. I was reading um I was reading something especially with Hit Boy. Yeah, crazy. Shout out to Hit Boy. We listen. I'll give Hit Boy flowers right now. We might need to make a segment for for Hit Boy if we haven't already. I'm, I'm with that. Check, but uh, uh, I was reading something a couple of days ago about how uh, niggas in Nas's camp, because like Nas never physically made it, but niggas in Nas's camp were speaking on the album he had with Kanye, the mm-hmm. one that was trash. Yeah, yeah, the one basura, that was, the one that's not at all what people wanted at all. Apparently, the people in Nas's camp were saying that. The album came together last minute and that he was literally adding verses to songs on the way to the listening party for the album and that the album wasn't mixed correctly. And that basically Kanye wasn't treating Nas like a priority and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Nas, you'll be fine. You don't you don't got to sit down together in the studio and craft something like I could just send you stuff and it'll be good because I mean, come on, you're Nas. It's going to be great. Sounds very Kanye-ish. Uh, absolutely. So then that's why none of the songs are mixed correctly. And then it was so like, it was so poorly received and done. And like Nas was furious to the whole situation. It was so bad. That was supposed to be his last Def Jam album. It's so bad. Def Jam said, nah, you got to make another one. Damn. So then that's why he had to drop Lost Tapes too. Mm. And they said those was all throwaways. And they just had to scramble to put them together so he could finally get out of his Def Jam deal. And that still did better than an actual crafted Kanye back project. That's, yes. That's why I don't understand y'all niggas that be on Kanye dick these days, cause it's not the same man, bro. It's not, it's not it's not it's not it is, but it ain't it ain't the same person that made college dropout. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the same person that made late late registration, graduation. Not even the same nigga that made eight weeks and heartbreaks, my nigga. Mm-hmm. I stopped listening at the Life of Pablo. Life of Pablo yeah, might too. be the last one. That's the last thing I listen to. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, ain't gonna lie, I respect the music because he's still going to be great musically. Just bars wise, it ain't going to be there. You know what I'm saying? And I'll even respect that um that Stems player he got. Because a nigga like me, a music lover, I personally like that shit because it, it just, is cool. It sounds it sounds great to have like, you know, a thing that's, that actually makes stems, which mm-hmm. is separates the you know, vocals from the beat, from low end, you know, shit like that. That's actually fire to me, especially as a person that samples and whatnot, like. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the game, especially the drill game being disrespectful with the samples. Yeah. I, I could get real disrespectful with some sampling on that, but you know. I've been I've been annoyed ever since I found out that there was supposed to be a side high verse on Father Stretch My Hands. Yeah, that's yeah. Any listen, anybody in and out there I, in the I world. I heard Saha's verse, I was like, Yeah, this would have been crazy. Anybody anybody in the world if you have a Saha verse and you decide to not place it anywhere, you need a you need I feel the same opinion as Waka Flock is saying if you've never tried lemon pepper wings. And his opinion on that was slap yourself, please. Okay. Now I'm about to slap myself because I don't really care for lemon pepper wings. I don't care for them that much either. I, they're one of the most they're overrated not. wing flavors. Very much. And, and we live in Atlanta. We, I've tried and I, and places. It, I, In Atlanta, that, that's a blasphemous statement. Have you tried them wet? Yes. Okay. Because I'm I've, cool I've, with I've, lemon pepper flakes on something else, but just a whole lemon pepper wing? No. Like if I get like yeah. a mild or a spicy, and I had told him throw a couple of lemon pepper flakes on it. 
but don't like whole lemon and pepper by one. Yeah, it's a good complimented flavor because I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Like one of my favorite wing flavors out here is I get a uh, hot honey lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. That's that's fire. Yeah, because they make the hot honey, then they sprinkle the lemon pepper at the end. When yeah, done. it's a good complimented flavor, but just having straight up lemon pepper. No. I only give it a little bit of leeway. I haven't tried lemon pepper wet, and I heard lemon pepper wet is the way you're supposed to have it. It's good. I still feel like it's gonna be lemon pepper still. Yeah, because lemon pepper, bro. it's just a it's it's a weird flavor because it's just it's sour and pepper. I'm just like, it's not it's not a complex enough flavor to me to carry a whole wing. Yeah. There's so many other wing variations of combos you can go with. Lemon pepper is a good side wing. But I would never get a whole set yeah, of lemon pepper. You like, need a like, if, if, if I if I get a ten piece, I'll get a couple lemon pepper. But the other the others got to have some some yeah. zing and some pep to it. Like you know what, lemon pepper is equivalent to having a glass with water in it and lemon juice. Mm. That's exactly what it is. It feels weird by itself, but if you put anything else in there, you put a Kool Aid packet, you put some sugar in there, you put some you put some juice in there, put some any some Minute Maid, whatever. Put some, put some, even put a freaking uh, a chaser in there, mix it with some, put some soda, whatever. It might sound like something, it tastes like something, but just by itself, it's just why. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't, I, I'm not a lemon pepper guy, but um, it is what it is. I've been, I've been talking about this recently because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired of living in, living, <laughs> living this, this like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to come out and tell, tell my truth. You know what I mean? Lemon pepper is overrated. Overrated. Man, I nigga. feel like I'm gonna say now. I've been saying this, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna repeat myself. Nigga, I, nigga, I, yo, look, I'm feeling froggy. Nigga. Make this a clip, my nigga. Lemon pepper. Make this a clip. I got you. I got you. We making this you. shit a clip, my nigga. <laughs> I'm happy. Usually we don't do the show and be like, nah, this the clip. Nah, this this is the clip. Right. Roll the rest of the clip. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak my truth. Lemon pepper and Hennessy are poisoning the black community. <laughs> That's a fact, man. And I mean that shit. That's a They're fact. Two of the most overrated foods, I but can't. niggas can't get enough of them, and I'm sick of this shit. Sick of it. It's they're not that good. There's overrated. much better cognacs and Hennessy. Yes. There's much better wing flavors than fucking lemon pepper. So much better. Why are they always the default everywhere you go? I don't know. Sick of it. I'm t- I've had I'm, it. This is one of the situations where I actually do blame the rap music. Because <laughs> if it wasn't for the rappers, we wouldn't be talking about lemon pepper wings and Hennessy so much. I blame Rick Ross. Yep. This is one of the, listen, this is not, this is, and, and, and I've, I've been on, I think I've been on this platform saying that like Rick Ross has a perfect, perfect voice for expressing food love mm-hmm. and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? I still have, I still rent free in my head is a time we were just talking about, listen, buttered asparagus. I don't know. He just said buttered asparagus and said nothing else about it. And I was just like, Have you ever seen that clip of hell. him and DJ Khaled trying to, or oh, DJ Khaled trying to explain almond milk to Rick Ross? <laughs> no. Oh, well, that's how you know that them niggas really just be saying shit. Cause it was, I was some type of interview they was doing. I saw a clip going around where Rick Ross was like, Yeah, man, I just started drinking 2%. The other week and Catlett was like, oh, you ain't tried the almond milk. Ross was like, nah, man, I don't know if I could trust it. Cause he's like, how are you getting, how are you, how are you milking the nut? Like, how do you get the, the milk from the nut? And then Catlett was like, you know, I don't really have all the answers. Cause you know, I always got the answers, but it's like they press it and that's how they get the milk. So Rick Ross was like, I still don't, I don't know if I could trust it, man. Like I said, I just started 2% the other week, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could get into that, into this other milk lane. You kind of leaping, my nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm like, you leaping a little too much. Huh? But 
that's that's how all milk is, but they just they, they just press the nut. Oh, wait, they wait just they squish about, it. Wait till you find out about oat milk, my nigga. Oat milk is even easier because like blown. you can make oat milk at your house. I still haven't done it. You literally just take the oats and water and put it in a blender and then you strain it. And then that's all oat milk is. You know what I'm saying? It's good though. It's it's my favorite form of milk at this point. For sure, I haven't had dairy milk in a minute, and I don't miss it. No. Only time I really have dairy now is if I have something that's already pre-made with milk. You know what yeah, so if I have of course, like a milkshake like, or ice cream or something. Yeah, or like cheese. Yeah, cheese. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to shout out to you too for putting me on the real cheese. It's not whatnot. the same. Because because it's, it's it's not the same thing. <laughs> All right. I, I do want people to be out there. Stop getting cheese products. Okay. Yeah. Go to the deli area in your stores and get actual cheese. It's, All right. It's and very different. Anything you when you when you try to get them slices, look at it, it's gonna say cheese product. It says pasteurized cheese product. That's not cheese, it, my nigga. They can't even call it cheese. Yes. Because you know it's saying? not. But listen, you, as, you, you, you're not the first person I teach this to. I, I teach this to uh, the homie Blake as well. Blake Blake had the same realization. Blake tells me at least once a year, Kev, I just want to thank you for telling me the difference between real cheese <laughs> and fake cheese. Like, like, I think about it every time I go to the store, it's not it's not the same. Nigga, we can have a whole show on shit that Blake don't know about. Yeah. I'm still mad. I don't even care if he lived in Atlanta or not. For him to not know what Dipset was, very offensive. Okay? We're Southern. We don't Nigga, care about that. Niggas can at least know. Like, they'll know. But, uh, listen, I'll... That would be the difference between when I was in Florida and Lil Wayne was popping and I'd be like, yeah, Jay-Z. And it was like, fuck Jay-Z. We mm-hmm. listen to Lil Wayne. And we meant that. But then if a nigga was like, who's Jay-Z? I would be like, excuse me? I at least knew who he was. I'm like, if you did, like, don't know Jay-Z, I'd be seen, like, come on. I've man. seen the big pimping music video enough times to know who he like, was. That shit would blew my goddamn mind. And you know I'm like, the only reason I like knew Dipset besides you is... Cam. Yeah, I knew Cam, and I also played the, the Def Jam Vendetta fighting games. So yeah, yeah. Wait, played 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 the games. Wait, none of them was in. They weren't in the game. Nah, bro, I'm I'm confident. At least one of them, nah. Jim Jones wasn't in none of them. Nope. Oh wow, he was in Icon. Okay, unfortunately, because I was very upset because that was Jim Jones' time to shine. Because he was the niggas know the story. He was he was the non rapper, and all of a sudden he caught a real hit. What he, he had to be in the game that was ass. It was in. It was in the game. Was they just in NFL Street? Jim Jones. He was. He was only in that one. None of them were in the in the other games. Hmm. I definitely would know. That's fascinating. They not, was in a movie. Not even Joel's. Nope. Nah, bro. So this don't sound right. I'm not gonna Google. Even Joel. Just... Even Joel's was like, I ain't being in that shit. I ain't being in that bum ass game. And then they. I bet they regret that shit. Not Icon. Icon was ass. Everybody regrets. Nobody hurts. Let's talk about Icon. Icon is ass. I'm not talking about Icon, nigga. <laughs> well, when Fight for New York came out, I don't know if Jim Jones was popping enough to be in that. And I'm <laughs> talking about Icon. Like, this is the most anybody <laughs> talked about Icon in years. <laughs> and they were Icon living. But yeah, I think at that time, Jewels wouldn't have made it because he his, his first album had flopped. I don't know if the second one was out yet. Mm. It was doing well or not. I don't know. And then Cam, I feel like Cam, niggas be having egos, be like, I'm not going to be in no game so niggas can be virtually beating me up, my nigga. Like, I pack pistols, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't think, and also, oh, wait, no, he was. He was signed to Rockefeller. So I don't know. Maybe at that time he was on his independent shit where he kind of left Rockefeller and it, it wasn't Def Jam related no more. So it I'm is gonna, what it I'm going to look up the roster because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm... You might be right, and I want you sure. to be right. I really do. I, I would be surprised to, I if there's somebody else stand on your correct. I'll be surprised if somebody else is on Dev Jam that, and I won't say the, the thing by name no more. But we'll see if if if, if he's on that roster. 
But I know you won in none of the games. If you don't I, I know what you want to keep saying. Listen, like, nigga. I was so surprised when DMX wasn't in Fight for New York. I was like, DMX should be one of the main niggas. I'm be honest with you. I know this is gonna sound blasphemous, but it was a very long time before I realized DMX was from New York. Excuse me. You know I don't care who's from New York. Excuse me. So I didn't realize that's where that nigga was from for the longest time. This nigga is crazy. In my spirit, I could have swore that nigga was from Detroit. This nigga is wild. Eventually. (laughs) This nigga is tripping. Eventually, I learned that I was very incorrect. And I have no problem admitting that I was wrong. This nigga's wild. The only thing that could be different about that is the fact that he wasn't from a borough. Fight for New York roster. None of these niggas are in it. Yeah. But the only thing that could be different about DMS is the fact that he wasn't from a borough. So when niggas ain't from a borough, they kind of like rep New York a little less hard. He's from Yonkers. And really, Yonkers only has, um, which not only because they are heavy representatives, all of them, but uh, the Locks, Mary J. Blige, and DMX. Other than that, oh, and uh, John John the Don. Other than that, Yonkers ain't really got no other uh, representatives that have like really did their thing in the rap game. So, you know, I, could, I, I guess I could understand that because, you know, most actually you have you would have to omit one whole song. Because he does mention being from New York in one song. And um, Rough Riders, Rough mm. Riders Anthem. Because you don't know what our style is. New York niggas the wildest. You're right. You know what I'm saying? But he also mentioned other places too. Because he would also mention B-more in some places. Because, you know, I, I looked at his story and he did spend some time in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Busting guns and shit. But is it, is, it, is, it a, is this another Tupac situation where a nigga is from all over? Nah, nah. He's really from Yonkers. But I think he just... As the story goes, he was trying to make it as a rapper, but the niggas that ended up making Rough Riders, they was also street niggas. And while they were trying to get the shit off the ground, they still had to be in the streets to make shit happen. And DMX was a wild nigga, a shooter. So they just, they would try to get him out of the streets, but at the same time, it was like, they trying to make shit pop too. So it was like, they would all be involved in street shit. Mm. And they went to Baltimore with it because I think I think Yonkers it got too hot or some shit, but but yeah, you know what hustlers do? Hustlers tend to um tend to um you know move out of their surroundings and shit. You know what I mean? But yeah, those are only two places I know uh, Yonkers and, and Baltimore. You know they set up shop in Baltimore since Baltimore was one of the craziest places at the time too. Hence the wire. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. for sure, for sure. But yeah, so yeah, Twenty One Savage. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, tweeted, he would not, he would never disrespect Nas or any legend who paved the way for me. Y'all just be t- trying to take stuff and run with it, which is true. True. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like his shit wasn't, was no malice in it, but you know. And I heard uh, Kodak, back, Kodak Black try to respond to it, telling um telling him that uh, you tripping, which I low-key uh, um, appreciated that. That is surprising that Kodak said that. because I wouldn't expect Kodak Black to respect Nas. Yeah, I, I me either. And... <clears throat> Kodak has never really been like a student of the game when it comes yeah. to hip hop. At least he's never been out public about it type yeah. of thing. And he, very similar to myself, is all about being Southern. So it is surprising to be too Southern that. sometimes. It is surprising to say that. How can you be too Southern? I just be wondering why niggas do the shit when they have a grill. They just have to be like this. That's part of the game. It you just, have to do that. It don't make sense to me. I do that when I when I put my goals in. I do that every time. I, it just it just when I get mo, it's a wrap. I don't, I don't, I'll be understanding it. You don't, because you don't understand. If what's the point of having a grill if niggas can't see it? So you even gotta talk different. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta move your lips in a way to accentuate your teeth when you when you wear them. 
I hate it when niggas did that shit. You have to. Because if you don't, nigga, what's the point of wearing it? Nigga. How are niggas gonna see when Malik, how funny your mouth is if you don't talk in a bro, way that shows it? When Malik had a bottom grill, when the mm-hmm. bottom grills, when having just the bottom grill was popping at one time, yeah. that nigga got a bottom grill. And when I tell you he used to talk like this, yep, got to. That shit was so fucking annoying because mm-hmm. I'm just like, nigga, you have a shine pause. You have a shiny ass thing in your mouth. I can see it when you talk. You don't gotta do that. You can't always. You can't always see. It depends. Depends on the light. It's, it's, cer- it's certain light in certain rooms. So that's why you got. You got. You got to overdo it so it gets done correctly. That shit was so goddamn annoying, bro. It's, it's, you have to. You you understand. He, he, y'all. He don't get it. He don't know. He don't know. Maybe I'm you because I'm used to when niggas had um when niggas had golds they either did it tooth by tooth or they would do it um yeah like I'm used to niggas that had like golds they would have like tooth by tooth mm. or they had permanents. I'm saying my dad had, is different. My dad had permanent, so yeah. like when when you get the permanent, they're the, they're the actual size of your tooth instead of like being yeah, overly, different. so it that's don't different. just sit on top of your tooth and mm-hmm. you feel the difference. You know what I'm saying? When you yeah. got, but I was also never a fan of people that got gold teeth because it just made your t- if, unless you do it like this. So I clearly see that it's a gold tooth. It just makes it's just like you got a rotten tooth in this shit. Yeah, it's different when it's when they're permanent. Permanents are completely different. You don't gotta do that when it's a permanent because they they gonna see it eventually. It's your real tooth. Cause I got cousins got permanents. Like my grandma, my daddy's mom had permanents. I got aunts, mainly on my dad's side. You know what I'm saying? All of them, then them is the gold teeth for niggas. Listen, I, my I, mom's side is the only side of my family you've ever met. So they do that. All, they don't do that. Elegant, upstanding citizens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do that. I'm probably the only person in this family who has gold teeth at this point, and I probably never get permanents. Yeah, I feel like I. I gotta see how that shit plays out. Like, I want to see someone with permanence that like got a youngin, and now they're like in their sixties. Like, did it? I've seen it. Did it was it my grandma. She had, yeah, she did. And then my, my some of my aunts. Yeah, they. My dad's the only one in his family who, in his immediate family, who doesn't have any gold teeth. I feel like they're probably clowning them on the low. Like, nigga, they probably get, do. Where you gonna get your gold? Yeah, nigga? bro. Like, nigga, you don't even represent us, my nigga. You how, sure you gonna be, how you gonna be a Are South you... Florida nigga? And you you don't got no type of shine in your mouth. You, know you, you don't got locks. You, you stand out, dog. And that niggas, that's not what niggas want you to do. That nigga look like Huey Freeman to the family, nigga. Yeah. Are you ashamed of us? Yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, shout out to 21 Savage. You know what I'm saying? It'll be all right. Niggas just be trying to run with some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We ain't trying to, we ain't trying to do all that shit. Niggas, niggas trying. That, but I said, like I said, this is going to be the reason why niggas don't talk no more because 21 Savage just got to the point of like talking to niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing interviews here and there. And niggas going to go back to his hub of, of silence and making quiet money, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And doing quiet collab projects with only five verses mm-hmm. with the hottest rapper in the game. You know what I mean? So it is what it is, but you know, and shout out to Drake. I wonder who Drake's next collab project is going to come from. Well, which I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at I'm not mad at any it, of them. It'd be, it'd be all right. It'd be all right. If you, and then if you're a ridiculous person like Ken, Ken is a, a conspiracy theorist who has been for years now trying to say this nigga's crazy that Drake isn't the biggest artist in the game and nobody else agrees with him. And he's like, he said, so he said in the rap world. Yes. He said, yeah, man, Drake. Only reason he dropped this project with 21 is because his last project didn't do what he think it would do. It didn't do the numbers like that. So now he's dropping his project with 21 because 21 is hot. He's trying to use 21's name to keep himself relevant. And everyone 
is like, Ken, what are you talking about? I, I, I like I like that energy because nobody it, agrees with this nigga. This is why this is why I can't be. This is why I used to be around, but I can't be around because this is. I they would have to kick me out because I would, <laughs> I would be behind the camera like, hold on, what? Nobody Ken? nobody agrees with this, but he he be wilding. Nobody agrees. Next he's gonna be like, he he might need, need to do album with Yellow Beezy. You know, Yellow Beezy hot right now. Ken, what's wrong with you, my nigga? You bugging. All right. Even 21 Savage wouldn't agree with that shit. Yeah, it didn't make zero sense. 21 being quiet, you know, well, besides dropping Savage Mode 2 class. And that was like like two years ago at this point. Yeah, so then, other than that, like, I, that's what I was saying before. Like, I feel like this is just 21 ain't ready to pull out an album, but he had a few verses with Drake or a mm -hmm. few songs. And he was like, Drake was probably like, yo, you want to do a collab album? He's like, fuck it, I'll go outside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All my investments are invested in. So all mm -hmm. I gotta do is just let time time happen so them shits can go into more M's. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't been caring to go into the studio. It's all right. Just give me four or five verses. We'll call it a collab album. I'm Drake. I do what the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Ken bugging out with that one. He he got he gotta stop. He won't though. He, he can't stop, won't stop. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. But yeah, so that'll cover the news topics for now. You know what I'm saying? We had a nice amount of uh, news topics. It, was, yeah, it, was it took us a whole hour to get through like four topics. Listen, was, <laughs> listen. I feel like we had we had back to back of just ass topics. Like, so it, the whack one hundred one is still confusing to me because you you were not chasing this nigga through an airport <laughs> while also talking on the phone. You wasn't doing if that, if bro. Nigga, if I'm chasing a nigga, a nigga tosses a phone. My thought is to not grab the phone and then start talking into it. I'm not even gonna hear like, oh, like Birdman was on the phone. He was calling for me. Like, what the fuck? How? In the airport, which is already probably ten. It's gonna be a little bit loud. Like, I'm, how am I gonna hear the phone? This is some. This is pure wacky cartoon shit. Bro. This is some Scooby Doo shit, like you said. That nigga wildin', bro. Niggas be wildin'. But yeah, and I ain't even get to my my Joe Budden disdain, but we ain't gotta talk about that. Yeah, uh, we've already gone long enough on these topics. Thank you, Quan, for your topics. I think you did a good job this week. I'll just say this, y'all go if if you care to. If you got twenty six minutes of this free time, mm -hmm. there's a video. That somebody put together it is as Joe Biden destroying his own podcast for 26 minutes straight. And I tell you, now that it's already happened and I accept it, it's funny. But I know before it would have been devastating because it's like it's all the times where you could see the tension build up, all the times where uh, um, it's like putting addresses to all the claims, you know, where, where Maul and Rory are saying, well, you know, where well, my problem happened when he started bringing stuff that's not public and taking little public shots. And then mm. you, you would see like, Joe Budden say something, it'll be like Rory's reaction to it. It'll be like, yo, you all right, son? Like, you know what I'm saying? It'll be like, he'll just say some shit. And it'll be like, yo, you good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, or, um, or Maul being like, yo, I just don't like the disrespect. Da -da 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 -da. The time they, or even <laughs> what makes it worse is when Joe Budden directly contradicts himself, when he'll be like, you know, these are my friends. I preach ownership is we're going to be just fine. And then the next one, he's definitely saying shit that it's hard to come back from. What would mm. you say? Or, like, you know, I, uh, or, or uh, even Park sometimes trying to keep it a little real with him. Like, I think you do this and, you, and people, it just be the wrong time to say certain shit. And Joe Budden be like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be that guy that would steal. I wouldn't be able to go to bed and be that guy. You know what I'm saying? I would like to, I like to have people that keep me accountable around me and I would like to think that my people around me keep me accountable. And then the next clip is Maul telling you, you did this and I felt like that was crazy and how could you even feel like that's okay? And Joe Budden's being like, like, the worst thing was when it was like, 
It was like uh, when they were still cool, and it was like, yo, just as Joe Budden was like, what do you think I owe my my friends? And Roy was just like, I mean, just as a friend, you know what I'm saying? If you build something with somebody, you know what I'm saying? I think you just owe them respect. As your friend, you just owe friends respect. You know what I'm saying? And Joe Budden literally tried to say, first of all, he tried to go like, I respect strangers. And it was like, but do you respect your friends? It was like, I respect everybody, Ma. We were like, all right, do you owe a stranger respect? And the person was like, no. He was like, all right, but we're talking about your friends. Do you owe your friends respect? He was like, I don't, I don't agree with that. And things was like, so you don't owe your friends respect? <laughs> Like, shit is this dope, like, direct contradiction, my nigga, so, yeah, that, that video is, is funny now, but it's like, it just shows the destructive nature of, uh, of Joe Budden, just, just, just one way that people can see it, mm. but yeah, shout out to Rory Mall, still doing well, I gotta catch up on their shit, cause they have a lot of, they, they rolling, they got certified, they got Russ on there, Saha on there, Benny the Butcher interviews, I wanna see the one Big Body Best. Big Body Best is my nigga. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That for those that don't know, that's that uh that nigga that be ad libber talking shit on Action Bronson songs. Mm -hmm. I love that nigga, bro. I love that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the nigga I want to be. Like I wish I knew somebody that was like a Griselda rapper just so I could talk shit at the end of records, just talk like like West Side Gun level shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, you niggas is bums. Fuck is wrong with y'all niggas? You're right. You're right. That is what West Side Gun does best because he is the best rapper whose name starts with W. Yes. He's not, but you know, we we definitely respect him. He's well respected. Yes. Yeah. Maybe even I'll give the best brand. Yeah, I give you that. That's the he's the best brand mm -hmm. of rapper that starts with W, mm -hmm. not yes. rappers, because mm -hmm. niggas would be like Wu Tang. That's a, that's a clan. That's a group. That's different. That's a group. It's different. Right? Individual. And the funny thing is, somebody still might tell us in the comments if we forgetting somebody because it's probably somebody we wild and they'd be like, "Nigga, you forgot about?" And we be like, "Oh." Somebody tried to tell me why left yesterday when I was streaming with Granddad. So that nigga stop being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Look, bro, I respect Wyclef, but it's not. It's now you're just saying shit." No, just not. <laughs> no, you just, just saying not. shit. All right, you just saying shit. Respected, yes. <laughs> Fuji's, yes. Yeah. Solo, solo joints, yes. Respected rapper, stop it. Come on nigga. now, stop it. Come on, son. You know what I'm saying? It's been a good wide cleft sixteen, my nigga. Come on, son. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some random shit from a Fuji's album, and that's it. Mm -hmm. It ain't gonna be nothing recent. You know what I'm saying? Come on, son. Nigga gonna start spitting the Lauren Hill verse like we said. Wide cleft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas gonna be like. Yo, you remember when Waka said, I ain't know that she could dance like this? <laughs> she wanna make me wanna speak Spanish? <laughs> nah, so that, that was a Haitian speaking Spanish on the mm -hmm. track. Y'all niggas don't understand. That was Y'all remember if I was president. Y'all remember that? <laughs> oh, Y'all remember that? I forgot. Nah, nah, nah. You see, you ain't no real Wacklef fan. You don't want no hip hop. Oh, shit. I really forgot that shit, bro. <laughs> Oh shit, if I was president. Oh shit, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's gonna do it for Hip House Nankers this week. We're gonna get into our actual battle review. Bro, that nigga really said, I know some so poor. When it rains, that's when they shower, scream and fight the power. Yeah, that'll cover the news topics so we can move on to the actual reason we're here. This week's battle is Bow. two of Quan's favorite rappers. Um Fucking terrible. This is from a couple of years ago. It's a king of the dot battle. Head Ice versus yeah. Big K. <clears throat> this battle, I'll be honest with you, Quan. Usually I write all my notes out and stuff. I didn't write notes. I didn't I didn't take notes because I already knew how this was gonna be. I just said, 
Hmm. It was pretty easy to uh to to formulate. Yeah. Pretty easy yeah. to formulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say this before we get into it. Now, you know what? No, I'll say it. I'll say no, it. I said no, because I was going to ask I'll, you, what are your overall opinions of this battle before we start? I actually thought it was a good battle. It was not bad. I will say I that. thought it was a good battle. I was actually entertained. Like, I was listening to it mad early, and I got through the first round because, you know, my, my job tried to screw me and throw an extra trip on me. But in that first round, I was like, oh, okay, I'm in, I'm in for a good battle. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be boring on both sides. You know what I'm saying? So I will say that for sure. I'll agree with you. This battle was not bad. I expected it to be worse from one of these rappers whose name I would have said. <laughs> from one side. Yeah. One side of the coin. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I do think it was a decent battle. I will say that. Battle starts off. Uh, Head Ice goes. Head Ice had a really I think if I had to give him a best round, I'd probably say it was his first. Definitely first. His first round was his best round. Definitely. The first round was also the round with the most gas on it on from both sides. Because the yeah. crowd was just excited to see them at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd was very excited through the first round of both of these rappers. And it was showing the head ice is first. Cause I'll be honest. He wasn't saying nothing crazy, but it was it, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as, as Murder Mook was. Where niggas was niggas was, was Murder, losing their mind. Murder Mook and, got gas of the y- <laughs> Gas of the decade, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, of, of, of the decade. I ain't never seen so much nigga. Mexican food, <laughs> ice cream, soda, all kinds of GMO and gluten in that gas. It was I you ain't never seen shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It might have been a little bit of shit in that gas that gas too. <laughs> it was wet. It was wet. <laughs> that so, shit was crazy. So yeah, um, it was some gas in the crowd. Just they were just happy to see head ice in Canada and a room full of white people, which still makes no sense. I don't understand why still what, makes no what sense. hold he has on Canadians that people they niggas just fuck with him like and they be they be understanding the bars, which I'm like, it should be so it should be so street. It don't go over your head, but like you gotta experience something mm-hmm. to know that. Like, like I only feel like I get it because I've listened to so much street music and so much street bars mm-hmm. that it's like I get what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? But like you have to understand the psyche of a of a street nigga to understand some of his shit. Like he don't just yes. be straight up like I pull the pistol, out, blow your brains so the streets can hear what you think. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He got it. He'll have some shit like he'll put like some 21 type shit where it's like nah that nigga might have experienced that shit mm-hmm. the way he's speaking he's he's speaking on the psyche of a nigga mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like but yeah yeah side note too the um the 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 head I saw they played after the battle I did uh, listen to it it was, it actually was not that song. bad it was a was, decent you song you know what and then I listened to it enough to even hear Big K's verse on the song so at the end of that end of the video they they played a Big K and Head Ice song that they made together, and it really wasn't that bad. Oh, see that—that's the part I missed. I didn't know Big K was on there. Yeah, he, he had a verse on it too. I got—I might check it out because I want to see if Big K can actually like rap. Yeah, I, I was—I like, I was thinking that too. I was like, all right, well, we do—we do need more battle rappers to listen to. Let me see yeah. how this song sounds, and it wasn't bad. I do want to say that, you know, like, it was only... six-year-old song. Yeah, it was pretty. I will say there's only three battle before we started rever- um, reviewing battle rap albums. There was mm-hmm. only three battle rappers that that I knew made music and I liked it. And Head Ice is one of them. Okay. Head Ice, when he first came out, like, I was trying to, he had an album out, but it was like so, like, it was like the MySpace days, like, mm. like, it was like towards the end of MySpace. So it was really, like, unless your shit was popping or you put it up on a platform to be downloaded, he was still trying to sell his shit. So it mm. was really hard to find that mm. album. You know what I'm saying? But some of the drums I heard from him was amazing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm open um, to listen to his music. Yeah, he's, he, 
But his shit does sound like even one of his battles that I like was really a verse from um from a song. But you know, I I think that's what makes like like Head Ice's shit is fire. It's like I feel like his shit fits more on a track. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't really do his shit to punch. But he there'd be bars in there. It's just not Yeah. I'd be wondering how he like how he how he really rocks in the in the battle rap world with with with, with his style. He be he really do be putting album bars into battles. And like they really don't be directed at niggas they specifically, don't. but people be like, "Oh yeah, I rock with it." Okay, you know, except for when you love her home fries, love a love a home fries. <laughs> I never understood what that shit was from. I feel like it was just so random, and it was just funny to have this grown ass man <laughs> talking about, "I love a home fries." I love a love a home fries. <laughs> it shit was so bad. It shit was so bad. He had to tell Spade, he was like, "Yo, stop laughing! Like, I, get, I gotta get through it." <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. That shit was hilarious, bro. Yeah, it, and Head Ice knows that his shit is funny. Because <laughs> even when Big K was doing the Head Ice impressions, even Head Ice was laughing. I ain't like, gonna lie, that was my favorite part. <laughs> I have it in my notes. So I was like, I wish he did it more. I wish, <laughs> I wish half the round was that, my nigga. Because it was hilarious. <laughs> it, was so, it was so fucking hilarious, bro. And it was spot on. <laughs> it really was, my nigga. It really was. So yeah, head eyes, head eyes went out in the first head. Um, an arguably decent round. I, sure. I'm not gonna act like, and that was not a bad round. It was just a long round because he had to pause every couple seconds and then rap yeah. again. Same issue that Big K had. The rest of the rest of the battle went by way smoother because the crowd got all of their system in the first. Yeah, but wait, the rounds felt long. But that's only because the crowd was so excited. It was his first round or, or second round that um that BK almost couldn't even get through because there was so much reaction. That was the first. That was the first. Okay. That was the first. Yeah, because yeah. So after Head Ice went, BK was coming. In, he came in out the gate yes. immediately. Bars. Yes. Bars on deck immediately. BK's first round was mainly talking about how old <laughs> Head Ice was, and that shit was funny. And it was good shit, bro. It was good shit. It was good shit. And bro. It, like the, the 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 thing, like here, who's who's the separator between their energy, right? Head Ice's energy was yo wolf, like yeah, the crowd just loving me. Big K's energy was. Do y'all not hear how much better my bars are? He's like, he ain't gonna beat me with that he shit. He gonna beat me with that shit. Just kept repeating. He not gonna beat me with that shit. <laughs> and like every the crowd be like, damn, that was good. Cause like clearly it's better than what this nigga just spent five minutes saying. And, be like, and the first couple bars was just damn. All right, there's there's more into this than meets the eye. And then the second half was like, yo, let, let me get through it, man. Yeah, let bro, me get he, through it. Like they kept stopping him to just have to reflect on his shit. Like, bro, that was I'm 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 not done yet. Like, come on, y'all, let me get through my shit. Right. First round, his first round was really good. Nigga said mustache at your neighbor's house, Ned Flanders. Boy, yeah. That- that nigga had bars on deck, bro. He really did. He had bars on deck. He's like, what was the bar? He said something about like, knock the cream out your tapioca. No, that, that, that was funny too. That, <laughs> that was funny too. Funny. And he had the one about, uh, he signed his first record deal for Motown. <laughs> yes, bro. His first record deal with the 60. <laughs> for Motown. <laughs> even had I slapping at that bro. <laughs> Yo, he was like, what he, what he said, get a load of me, ain't nobody as old as me. <laughs> oh, period, L, period, D. That, that was the third. That, that was shit. hilarious, bro. I was like, yo, he got it. He got it, bro. He got it in that one. Because, bro, bro, the part that caught me was, oh, period, L, period, D. Why you put periods between O? Bro, that shit just, yo. 
That is just because like, we. I've heard head eyes be called old a lot. That was good. That was funny. That was hilarious, my nigga. He said, "He said you bought this. You bought this cheap ass wolf ring. This ain't even jewelry. This is a trinket. I bought this on Amazon for four dollars. <laughs> that shit was crazy." <laughs> Bro, he was like, "Yo, if you don't want your name made fun of, you should have chose a dumbass one." He said, "Head ice, wolf. You chose two. <laughs> yo, yo, he was right. I swear, Big K is just an irritable white man, and he just battle raps so he can just talk about all the shit he don't like about somebody with no guilt. Because I feel like that's what it really, he really be criticizing niggas. Like, and he, he had so many great points. <laughs> he really do." He be having great ass points, bro. Big K, yo, Big K, still one of my niggas, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, clearly, we we both give the battle to Big K overall. Oh, for sure. For so sure. If I, if I say had Ice's first round was his best, what do you feel like was Big K's best round? Big K's best round was definitely the first, also, but his energy was definitely more consistent and more mm-hmm. kept. Uh-huh. I think Head Ice probably because Head Ice definitely did good. Mm-hmm. It was a good Head Ice. Yeah, I agree with that. But Big like when especially with the first when everyone was like, "Yo, head ice going in." I was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, we got a good head ice." Yeah. Then Big K kind of just took all the momentum, so it's like, oh, "Okay, there's gonna be a difference this battle." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, from then, it was like head ice was a good reaction, but it was never nowhere near compared to Big K. Nah, and like you could tell head ice was trying, but yeah. it was just the difference in quality of bars was very evident. Yeah. And I'm not saying Head Ice did bad. He had, yeah. he had a, he definitely he had a did good, good performance. He definitely did good. It's just the bars wasn't there to match his performance, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, and it just didn't help that Big K was, he was, he was everything. He was funny, he was lyrical, he was violent. It was, it was, all, it was everything he needed to be. Yeah, and he was switching his flows up enough to where it wasn't boring. Because yeah. even within in the second where he was rapping faster? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So if I had to say he had his best round, I might I might give it to his, his first round as well. Say his yeah, first was his definitely. best round. Overall, it's a very entertaining battle. Um, and it was better than I expected it to be because I told, like when I sent this to Quan, I said, "Look, what's the battle? I know Quan going like who choose <laughs> two of his favorites. Oh, they battled that. We doing it. <laughs> I'm still trying to give a specific head ice battle an early when when niggas talk about gas." Head Ice had so much gas in the beginning just because he was an actual hood legend and these battles were actually in his hood. So you want, you want, I'm, I'm trying to see one of these battles that actually have a murder mook level of, of gas. It's going to be that in the chest. That's in the chest. It's yes, going to be like nigga. that. Yes. yes. A specific one too. Listen, I want to give it too much. I don't, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but one of these days we're going, we're going, we're going to watch that, watch that battle. You gonna see where where it started at least, you know what I'm saying? Which is funny enough too, because it is it is in stone that that um Head Ice is one of the main people that influenced a lot of Lux. Yeah, and Big K even mentioned it. Yeah. He's like, he's like, so he's like, he's like, just who cares if you know Loaded Lux? Like he said something about knowing Lux in the third. In the Lions then, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, you was in the Lions then. Who cares if you know Lux? Like, yeah, like. <laughs> But yeah, but this was definitely a good ass battle. You know what I'm saying? Definitely a good battle. Very entertaining. You know what I'm saying? One of the uh, one of the good ones from from King of the King of the Dot for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. This was an overall entertaining battle yeah. on both on both sides. On even. both sides, Head Ice was entertaining. It's just he couldn't. It just was wasn't going to work against yeah. his opponent. I don't think he did anything wrong. That's just his style. I'm not gonna. Te- I'm not gonna expect this nigga to write four times better than he usually does out of yeah. nowhere. Then, then, then it would be weird. But who's yeah. ghostwriting for this nigga? That that would be a different conversation. Yeah. Because like, like this is like how he was against style. Av. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, that was that was a different ice. That was not the same ice. And we both know it. Somebody, some somebody got publishing rights as well. If that, somebody if, got them shits on BMI, my nigga. If this is what if this is what Chilla Jones be talking about, you know what I'm saying? Chilla Jones been saying he been writing for niggas, and if he wrote for Ice that route, I will believe. Yeah, somebody, somebody got the somebody got their BMI number on them bars, my nigga. I'm just, I'm just saying he not bad, but it was it was suspiciously better than usual <laughs> for sure. But this this I think this was a good head ice. I have nothing bad to say about head ice since performance this time. For sure, for sure. I'm pretty sure when we do our, our wrap ups, you'll talk about how, how elegant his performance was and how, how he'll still be in your top battles of the year that you've seen. Always, my nigga. Because I still don't understand how he made your list last year. I still don't know. Listen, because he controls everything, Harlem all day, every day. You feel me? Okay, whatever. Are you ready to get into the scores? Yes. Crowd control. Crowd control, I gave Ice a three. It was. It was Decent crowd control, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And Big K, I had to give him a five. Just because I just don't know what else to give a nigga that he couldn't even get through his round in, in a good way. It's like, I had to, you know what I'm saying? I had to. Now, while some of the other rounds were a little more tame, it's when he literally couldn't get through his shit. And then the, the whole battle here to keep going like, yo, let me get through. Let me get through my bars. He ain't going to beat me with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. You know what I'm saying? So... I give, I give him a five on that. I I also gave Head Ice a three because like he had good reactions. It's just it wasn't the same. Yeah. Once once Big K stole the room, it, it, it remained that way. Yeah, yeah. But I gave Big K a four. I didn't I didn't give him the full five. Mm-hmm. I didn't give him the full, but I did give him a four. I agree with everything you said. Amen. Delivery, delivery. I gave Ice a four. It's the delivery I know from him. Mm-hmm. It's the delivery I like. You know what I'm saying? Big K also same thing. I gave him a four. It's just the usual big K and with good bars on top of it, you know, saying good delivery. He knows what to do. Yeah, that's fair. I gave Head Ice a four mm-hmm. and I gave Big K a five. Mm-hmm. But I do I, I do understand your four. I do I do understand your four as well. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I had there was feel like there was a slight difference mm-hmm. between the two of them. So that's why I gave Big K the five instead of the four. But they both deliver in their usual style. But I think because Big K switched his flow up enough in the rounds. It showed some like something different. You showed yourself versatility, like great word choice. I'm proud of you. That I, I said mean, words aren't like that big of a word. It's like I was saying. That's why I said, okay, he's showing something a little different between the rounds. So okay. He's he delivering this well. All right. Haymakers. I don't know why I probably said hitmaker. <laughs> it looked like you said hitmakers, but I wasn't going to talk. I was like, I, 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 they heard me good enough that I'll just keep moving. But I did read like his lips said hitmakers. Okay, I had Berg on the mind apparently, but um, I gave Ice a three on haymakers. Mm-hmm. It was good bars, but it wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. But you know, I personally appreciate it. I just had to judge it, you know, non-biasedly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That'd be one thing, because I'm biased to a lot of niggas, but Head Ice, for some reason, is a nigga I like, but I'm also non-biased, too. I tend it's, to be non-biased. Because you know there's no point in holding the bias on this one. Yeah, I can't really fight for this one. <laughs> I'm going to still say that I I like Gichigati more than Murder Mook on that damn battle. I did, too. But, but it was just undeniable that it was... It's because Gichi didn't give you enough to work with. He, he that, that was the only issue. If Gichi would have stumbled less and had a couple more haymakers... It would have been different. Yeah. And, and yeah, because it's going to be hard to even sell that. It's going to be hard to sell that too. Like, 
Luke mm-hmm. had a flawless performance. He didn't have no stumbles, none of that. Yeah, as far as performance, that was the performance. But as far as the bars, it was no, not the bars. Ass. Performance is what carried him. Ass. That's it. But uh, but yeah. So haymakers, I gave uh, Ice a three, and I gave Big K a four. It was I a gave Big K a four, like you did, but I gave mm-hmm. Ice a two. A two? I was really let down. I I didn't give him a one because a one would be disrespectful. A one, he would have been a mute. (laughs) A one, he would have said nothing. A one, a one, he would have had to choke. Look, he wouldn't have had bars to say. God damn! It is what it is. It's a tough crowd up in here. Uh, Zone. All right, zone. I gave head ice a four. You know, he he definitely he's confident. He's always going to deliver his shit, do his shit. That is one thing I do like is whether the room is with him or not, they don't sway his performance. He's always going to be consistent with his. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So I gave him a four on that, and I gave Big K a four also because even though Big K was killing the room, I feel like Big K is also somebody that isn't swayed. Like he's gonna he's gonna perform the same. He's not. Nah, gonna be, he ain't gonna be like. We, we know that's not true because remember what? who who is he battling? When he rushed through it. He said, "Man, y'all dick eating." Oh, when uh, when he pulled the phone out, he was that bad. No, no, that was against the phone out. Was against um, Reed. It was against Reed. He battled somebody else. that was like a big name, and the crowd was not fucking with Big K. And I remember he said, "Man, y'all dicky." Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Who was that? Oh. And, and, and and like when we both wrote down how he basically stopped trying and was just trying to get through his rounds so he can yeah, go home. Bro. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Who did he Ooh. battle? Who do you? Who did he battle? I got. Yeah, I got. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. I just remember how we uh, we talked about. He basically stopped trying. It was just ready to go home. Yeah, he definitely. There was definitely that battle where he stopped trying. But it's you know, it's. I mean, he also had. He definitely had more. Um, he definitely had more. You know, enthusiasm when it came to. Uh, was it was it Big K versus Pat Stay? I think so. I think so. The battle of the white boys. Mm. Or are you from Philly? The White Bulls. Nah, it wasn't that one. It wasn't that one because I'm, I'm I'm reading through my notes and that wasn't it. It wasn't it. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing I take notes because I can immediately sort of read my notes and it wasn't that one. I think it was. It was. It was past day. Mm-hmm. Hey, staycation two months ago. Because I'm actually on our page. Like, comment, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? We doing research on the spot. You feel me? Hold it down podcast, you know what I'm saying? 167 subscribers. Who want to be 168? <laughs> is it you? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? You know what I'm saying? Cut through, put some numbers on the boards, you know what I'm saying? Check out some of our old episodes, you know what I'm saying? Check out Buddy Butt. You know what I mean? I don't even remember that one. <laughs> that was with, that was with uh, 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 what was it? Uh, uh, Lou Jastro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? With Luke Castro and, and Jazz the Rapper. Yeah, that was. Buddy, head buddy butt. butt. Yeah. That's, you what, you, yeah, that that's is, what you named it. That's what you named it. That's not titled it. Because she did run that bar back. Buddy butt. That's funny. She did got a big ass head. I'm glad that she's finally acknowledging it. So we, like, because it's obvious. I just remember one time where it was Jazz, I think, Charlie Clips, and Goods. And they were all in the, um, the Battle Rap Game Show. For uh, 15 minutes of fame, mm-hmm. and I forgot, I forgot what 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 Jazz was saying. I think she was like talking shit to, to Charlie Clips, and he like grabbed her neck and like tried to like pretend choking her. But nigga, when I saw her neck disappear and it was just a big ass head just going like this, like I was like, damn, she she do got a big ass head. 
made his hands look small. Also, it was Big K versus Charlie Clips. That was the it one. It was? Okay. Yeah. yeah, he probably was out joking him and shit, so there was nothing he could do with him. Because, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going through my notes, and I, in, in the third round, I just wrote quick-ass round, because it's just like, yeah, he was over it. Yeah. It was finito. But yep, yeah. yep, yep. And, and then, yep. Had buddy butt. <laughs> I just love to say butt. that. Better than me talking about niggas slurping in the battle raps all day. Alright, there you go. You know what I'm anyway, um You don't like zone, when niggas out here slurping no more? You don't, you ain't into that? For zone, you I don't... gave Head Ice a four. <laughs> and I gave Big K a five. You gave him a five? You out here slurping? What? <laughs> Why are you slurping the zone, my nigga? You know what I'm saying? You should be slurping that water instead of slurping Big K. You feel me? So your head ice got a 13, which is a B, and Big K got an 18, which is an A. I don't know in my mind immediately went to you ever slurped on ice. <laughs> I gave Big K a 17, and I gave ice less. <laughs> I was trying to do the math on the spot, I'm like, it's less. 14, I believe it's 14. Okay. But yeah. Good battle. Yeah, good battle. Good battle, you know what I'm saying? Good battle on both sides for sure. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of a lot of head ice hate from one side of this podcast, but you know, you know, he he he, he gonna come through one day. I said nice things about this man's whole performance. Barely. Look, it's it's only it's only so much I could do. We treat his bars like he's grotesque. He deserves better than that. Treat our elders nicely, Kev. Okay. Thought I did. Get a load of me and nobody as old as me. <laughs> That shit was hilarious. O-P-O-P-D. That shit was hilarious to me, my nigga. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Artist of the week. Artist of the week. You going first or am I going first? I'll go first. Okay. So oddly, in my Joe Budden criticism, it led me to start, well not start, but go back to listen to some, some Slaughterhouse. You know what I'm saying? I guess I wanted some of that lyrical miracle shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bars on top of bars. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Slaughterhouse. For those that don't know who Slaughterhouse is, that consists of Joe Budden, mm-hmm. Royster 5'9", okay. Joel Ortiz, mm. and Crooked Eye, a.k.a. who's known now as King Crooked. Yep. You feel me? Four men, four men, four horsemen, you feel me? Fire. And on top of that, I'm a, um, I've been listening to Too Rare, you know what I'm saying? Trying try to figure out how to make those type of beats and whatnot. You know what I mean? So shout out to Too Rare. Album, well, album, tape. Whatever you call it, because you never know these days. You don't you know don't. what's the album, what's the what's the t- what's the mixtape, whatever. Project coming soon. You know what I'm saying? What you been listening to? I don't really have like uh consistent artists I've been listening to. I've been like more of a it depends on the time of day. Like when I wake up in the morning, I'd be on like Soldier Boy? I see why you would think that. Hop up out the bed, turn mm-hmm. swag on. I'd be in like a rapidly rap mood in the mornings, but then like oh, so you listen to Laws? Wake up in the morning, turn my swag on. And then after that, I'd be getting like a neo soul bag for like the rest of the day. So it really depends on the time of day. So in the mornings, I still be listening to that cousin Stiz. I don't know why. I'm probably gonna be off of that by next week. Finally, it'll be out my system by next week. <laughs> um. But after that, I I be listening to Flora and the Fauna by Fauna Hughes. I love I love the vibe of that project. And then I still listen to Remember You with North Star by Yaya Bay. Got like three or four songs on there. 
Very nice vibe. And then every time I turn this shit off, it turns itself on that damn untidy soul by Sam Henshaw. Like even like if, if I let my phone play random songs, they find a way to work that nigga in there. I was like, bro, I wouldn't even supposed to be listening to this today. Even your phone knows you like, you need some more of this, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hell, fuck all the other shit you're playing. How about this? Yeah. Also, shout out to the homie from Frank Ocean. I listen to Channel Orange at least once a month. Uh, it's it's a masterpiece. It's nice to have some Frank Ocean with drums. Yeah. You know? It's really good. Rhythms, you know, instruments, you know. Lately, like, also, wait, I'm tripping. Mars of the Week is Usher. I'm fucking tripping. I listen, I've been listening to a bunch of Usher recently. I don't really? know what's going on with me. But I've been uh, killing Usher. He was trying to watch this. I was. Yeah. I've listened to a bunch of Usher. Usher Mars of the Week. I don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. All the mother niggas, I listen to them a good bit. I haven't listened to my listen to Usher recently. So Usher mm-hmm. Mars of the Week. Um, okay. But I do wish Frank Ocean Godspeed on his next project. For sure. You know what I'm saying? We, Godspeed. We also gonna wish future Godspeed since, you know, niggas be chasing him in, in LAX apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> It's like he had the time to run, pull his phone out, look through his phone for Birdman. Yeah, you gotta really like, like you call it. Cause I listen, maybe niggas is better with Siri than I am. I'm over, I never am gonna be like, I never call use such Siri. Such. So maybe that's why I, I didn't I didn't think to do that. I never use Siri. Imagine the future's deep ass voice running, running talking about call Stunner, call baby, call Birdman. Like Imagine, imagine if that's if that's the call for it. He don't even say his name. He just goes Siri, <laughs> bro. Calling Birdman. Calling Birdman. You know, number one stunner. <laughs> Rich game. <laughs> you know what's funny too? That like randomly in my head has been that song Tap Out, and I really just wondered mm. like the um the Rich Gang song with um mm. um. With freaking mad niggas on there. I think Nicki Minaj had Lil Wayne, it had Future, some other niggas on there. You know, it was before Rich Gang ended up being Rich Homie Quan and Young mm-hmm. Thug. You know, when they actually got solidified because yeah. it was just a random ass collection of niggas. But I really realized I was like, you know what? When you really got the wave, niggas will let you get away with anything. Yeah, that, they do. that hook is so I don't want to say bullshit because it, it it's in my head, so it must be good. But it's just like. How would you just go into the booth and be like, she got that million dollar, million dollar, ooh, ooh. Like, niggas mm-hmm. really let him say that yeah, shit. You want to tap like, out? Like, tap out. I was like, niggas was really like, keep that. That's the first single, my nigga. Like, that's, that shit crazy. That shit crazy. And then we got people out here like Ace Hood, you know what I'm saying, making hustle hards and, and, and motivational music and shit. And they get mild success. But then call future, you know what I'm saying? When you wake up in a new Bugatti, nigga, I ain't gonna let I love that beat. Boy, that Sunny Digital. Sunny Digital, my nigga. Yeah. That song, that song was huge. Bugatti was fucking fire, boy. Love that joint. I remember one time I was listening to that song when I slept when I was still injured. Mm-hmm. I was in the car with my mom. I listened to that song, it came on, and she wanted to talk to me or something. We was having a conversation. And when I tell you I turned it down for the verse, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I just have to hear that hook. That mm-hmm. hook is amazing. You know what I'm saying? She was talking about something, and I was like, you know what? I feel like this would be the time where the hook come back in. I turned it back on. It was right on the hook, my nigga. <laughs> as soon as I was like, I come looking for you, ahead. I was like, yeah, nigga. Hold on, mama. I got to hear this shit. I woke up in a new book at it. That shit was amazing. 
But yeah, I think this will conclude the episode of a uh, uh, Hold It Down podcast. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If you want to know where you can find a real nigga, you know what I'm saying? That wear dirty white tees. You know what I'm saying? Find a nigga like me. You know what I mean? You can find me at S A Y Q U A N O N D A B E A T. At Saquon on the beat. And on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Because them niggas got me. They got me, Kev. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They took my shit, man. So now I feel mad every time I go out and wear my hoodie that says ISO Beats and it has my at name on there because I'm like, it ain't me no more. It's the hacker. It's the hackers. I lost contact with all my friends from my from work out here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody no more. You know what I mean? Except for a few contacts. And I feel like they got my new shit too because now on my timeline, I don't see, I only see two people on my timeline. It's the two news people I subscribe to or follow. I don't so, go on Instagram no way, but half the time I go on there, it's not the people I follow is what I'm seeing. They yeah. always be like, they switch the algorithm. It's what it's where like, oh, this is, they suggest things based off my likes. And I'm like, nah, I want to see people I know. I, I don't know these niggas. Especially when a nigga like me, like the niggas be like, yo, don't follow, don't follow more than who follows you. I don't give a fuck, my nigga. I, I, I come on here to watch, look at memes, maybe get educated on something, learn how to make, you know, natural juices and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, I'm not worried about that. But then when I follow over, over hundreds of people and I only see two people on my timeline, mm-hmm. it's a problem. But I know I still follow them because I'll see their Insta stories on the top all the time. Yeah, Eric, nigga, the stories, there's always stories up there. And I don't be yeah. watching them. Like, nigga, every, I'm not watching all of this. Shit crazy. It's entirely too many stories up here to watch. And it's I'm cool. not doing it. Especially when it's hella dots and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and you can find me at S-A-Y-Q-U-A-N-D on my other platforms. Um... Just don't bother hollering at me unless it's on TikTok or Twitter. I might respond to you on those. Facebook, I don't even know why it still exists. But um, and you, if you want to get some beats from me, you can find me at s a y q u a n dot beatstars dot com. Got all kind of beats on there. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably get back to uploading a little more consistently too. You know what I'm saying? It's been a little while. You know what I mean? Been going through life shit, but uh, I'm gonna try to start uploading a little more consistently. I made a few sales on there, so you know, I'm gonna get back to it. But yeah, I got a mean part to release, so I'm going to try to hold it until you finish your shit. Where can they find you at? If you want to talk to me, uh, all my socials are the same, like to keep it simple, you know. I've been talking about various things, you know, the hip-hop, the video games. Sex with with little people. Sometimes I talk about tech. Um, Just recently, I've been talking about UFC because it was a crazy UFC event this weekend. But apparently nobody in my circle talks about UFC but me, so I had to keep it to myself. Um, Makes you sound really violent. So yeah, if you want to talk to me about any of those things and then some, hit me up at now bloodbath. Talk to me at talk back. You know, that's how I get down. Quan, I would like to thank you for another episode of the show. I think this was a successful episode. We had, we had a good episode here. This is what, an hour and 40 minutes. I consider that a great episode for us, especially mm-hmm. how I how I like to talk. So mm-hmm. I want to thank you for tuning to another episode of Hold Down Podcast. Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, if you post do. Um, if you made it this far into the video, make sure to leave us a comment. Let us know how you felt about the content and the context of everything we talked about. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll catch you on the next one. So remember to tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell the bitch to tell the hoe. Remember the South gonna hold it down. How could Future leave Sierra in LAX? <laughs>